welcome to Keep It For The Pod, a podcast where three people you don't know talk about things you may or you may not care about. Welcome to Keep It For The Pod. Today, we're here with me, the lovely, fantastic Ray, and my other co-host, the wonderful Maddie. And the awesome Alistair. We're going to be talking today about Billy Elliot, one of my favorite movies. By the way, just a reminder, this is not spoiler-free. I say, let's get started. I have a feeling some people might be breaking my heart today. So let's roll. Are you going to go first? I mean, I don't think she's going to go first because she loved the movie. So I don't <laughs> think she really has to say anything about it. I will say before we start getting into like what we like or disliked about it, like what is your history with Billy Elliot? What made this be like the movie you wanted to pick today? So my other two favorite movies are probably Titanic and Dark Knight. Titanic I was obsessed with as a child and saw it two times in theater and I used to watch in the summer over and over and over and I had a shirt and I cried when it went off the countdown the Celine Dion song don't laugh Alistair I was a kind of a weird child but not weird just eccentric the other one is Dark Knight which I feel like is something that everybody loves I feel like Billy Elliot is not as well heard of so I wanted to bring some attention to a movie that I really love honestly I don't even know when was the first time I watched it I think I saw it on TV and then it really just hit home with me for some reason I don't really know why but um, I really love this movie my whole family knows I love this movie in fact um, one year for my birthday present my mom took me to see the Billy Elliot musical and we made a whole day of it I got a shirt and a poster so this movie means a lot to me does it spark anything for you like hope or you know nostalgia like like what particular feeling it's if you not can attribute nostalgia one? it's just like maybe hope and joy which okay. is kind of weird because it does have some sorrow in it but I just I don't know maybe it's because like of an acceptance it really just hits home with me Okay. I was going to ask if your if your family shared the love of the movie. I mean, I know it sounds like they're very supportive of it. Your mom took you to the the musical. How old were you when you went to the musical? Oh, no, I was probably I was like a teenager. So I wasn't like a kid or anything like that. It was just it was a really nice gift that we did. And we went downtown and we just made a day of it. It's something it was nice to get to spend the time with my mom and we got dinner and I got like dressed up and like we had pretty good seats. We probably would have been better if we were actually a little bit further back. But like, I don't know, this movie just does something to me. And I like pay attention. I probably watch it at least once a year. And I, it just, I think it's the way they express themselves and like the, I know it's the ability to not be able to like, you can't communicate how you feel, but the fact that he does it through dance and it just transforms him. It just, I don't know. It does something to me. That's really sweet. I'm glad that you have such wholesome memories with this movie and that it brings sparks joy and hope. I actually first saw this movie in college once. Uh, Friends of mine actually had to see it for a college class and they showed it on our campus. And I remember thinking it was like a fine film. Like I didn't have anything like against it but I never really heard it talked about again until I met Ray and she was like this is one of my top three movies of all time and I'm like the movie about the minor son who learns to like learns ballet and she's like yep that's the one <laughs> um, and I was like okay like it's a decent movie like it's good I just didn't you know know so my second time watching it was this morning <laughs> one my first thought was just that it should have been on a streaming service you can also also watch the musical version on Amazon as well which is kind of cool I've never seen the musical version I do know that Tom Holland was 
was the first, I think the first person to play him on Broadway. But I think Jamie Bell does a fantastic job. I think he's one, he's obviously, I think the best part of the movie, but I think it was a good movie. I don't think I came away with it with Ray's love of it, but like I didn't, well, I didn't regret watching it. How about you, Alistair? So this was my first time ever seeing it. I've obviously heard about Billy Elliot, but I never sat down to watch it. Um, so I watched it this morning and, um, I can see why Ray loves this movie. It's something perfect for you. I understand. Like this is like, like if I think of if I think of your taste in media, I'm like, oh, this is definitely something Ray would be into and would love. I do not share the same <laughs> feelings. I found this movie to be a little bit confusing. We'll obviously get into it later when we break it down. Um, but it wasn't hard to get through. I found myself getting through the movie. Like I, like I would any movie, the acting is really great. It's, re- it's really well acted. And I think that's all I have to say on it for now. <laughs> oh, God, you're already like ripping my heart out. <laughs> Jamie Bell forever has like a special place in my heart because of this movie. If I ever have children in my life at some point, I don't care what my partner says, it, the child's name will have somehow have Elliot in it. Okay. Because this is how much I love this movie. I think for me, part of the reason I love this movie so much, I know not really maybe doing a great job recapping this, but I don't really care. I love this movie and I'm going to speak to what I want to speak to. I really love the scene in the gym when he's dancing in front of his dad and it just like it connects with him. And you see a father that like loves his son so much. He doesn't quite understand it, but he knows it's something special. And while like I said, it's not something that he gets. He goes and he sacrifices like everything for his son. And that just really hits home. And it's, I don't know, it's part of the reason I love this movie so much. I also love their little accents in this movie. I love like a good like accent like that. So I think that's part of the reason I also love this movie so much. But that scene in particular just, ugh, it really does it for me. Question, are they Irish or just like working class? No, they're not Irish. Because like their accents are very um No. Very thick. They are not Irish. Okay. They're from Northern England. They're like I think they say Newcastle and like they say they're in Durham County. And I was looking it up a little bit and it was like it's just like a rural part of 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 England. I, I thought it was very I think what was fascinating for me, which is probably not what was fascinating for Ray, but was the backdrop of the movie, which is that it takes place during the 1984 to 1985 minor strike, which if you're interested in unions and union busting and like not not that I'm pro union busting because I'm not, but like interested in that like that thing that what's happening with Tony and with Jackie, um, which is like the backdrop to all of it, which is like which adds to like just the depressing feeling, but also was really interesting to me. And I found myself researching more about it. Actually, Maddie, you're completely wrong. That's actually one of my favorite things of this entire movie. I actually watched other movies actually that are centered around this time period because of the whole thing with the coal miner strike. So that actually really hit home with me. And it's part of the reason I love this movie so much is that it has, you see like the history going on, but it's not the main thing, but it also like hits home like, hey, look at what they're going through during this struggle. And it makes you kind of, um, I mean, these people should be sympathized with no matter what, because what happened to them during that strike is ridiculous. And but like you kind of get to see a family at the root of it. So it's part of the whole thing where like when you get like a story, it's easier for some people to connect with the history of like, like being like, oh, man, like I heard that story and now I'm like sympathetic towards them. So actually the history and the music that it's going on during Billy Elliot, like I love 
like all the songs that are throughout and the way that like they have the police in the background and it's actually one of the fav- my favorite things of this entire movie so okay so for someone who wasn't very familiar with the history of what was going on in this time frame i was very confused and i don't think the movie does a well enough job of letting you know that it's a minor strike that it's going on in the 80s um and the whole setup with margaret uh thatcher i had to look this up like maybe like an hour 45 minutes 45 minutes an hour into the movie because i'm like why why are they attacking this bus and like there were scenes of like a coal mine i think or like a landfill i'm just like what the fuck is going on and it wasn't until i looked it up i'm like oh they're on strike uh so i was i was a little bit confused about that i don't know if that was just me I mean, I, I mean, to be fair, I watched the movie once before, but I don't remember being confused the first time either. But I mean, I guess it would probably be beneficial to know about the strike because it was a really iconic strike and it really changed unions, especially in the UK, but honestly all around because it really weakened unions, what happens in the strike. But I do, but I do think that there are like, while they don't hit you over the head and like have a whole like conversation of like exposition being like this is what's happening they do bring it up fairly often like one they're yelling scabs at the at the the bus so if you know anything about unions you know that they're saying that those people are people that are crossing the picket line tony's yelling at a man for crossing the picket line at one point saying like you know in the grocery store they talk um when when she when he goes to um i can't think of her name but the teacher's house her husband is like bickering about the miners and says like you know the miners should just like you know the miners are ruining everything like they basically just need to stop this so like they do kind of show you i mean the police part i guess you don't know that like this is with like margaret thatcher's backing necessarily but yeah. like you do know that the police have a lot of power in this so i, I don't think that they wanted to like because it's not about the miners it's about the family it's about the Elliots, but i thought they actually did a decent job of like really making it obvious that this is like kind of going on in the I actually think they do an amazing job, if I'm being honest. First of all, um, Alistair, they do kind of show that at the very beginning, the time period that it's taking place in, you have the cops throughout the entire movie. You have him talking, getting to that fight with his dad, Tony, with telling him, like, you know, we have to get, like, we have to stand up for what we believe in. He wants to bring the gun. The dad being like, no, you can't do this. I think they do a great job of it, like, maddie is saying but it's not necessarily the main thing but it is an important part of this family of what's going on for them and for the town itself you see that they live in a very poor town which is what these mining Mm -hmm. towns wore and i think they do a great job i also think part of the problem is alistair and i want to sound like a jerk but this is not an american movie so the audience would have known about the this strike is a huge deal so the audience would have known what was going on. Oh, yeah, 100 um, percent. It was definitely just like a case of like not understanding what was happening at the time in the culture. I think I feel like the movie does set up the the scenes with the police and the protesting. And like um, there's like this layer of like rage that's going on that like I, I get from the characters and those scenes. I just didn't know what that rage was directed at. And it took me quite a while to figure out that it was a strike. So like I I knew they were protesting something. I just didn't know what was going on for a while. So it kind of like took me out of the movie a couple of times because I just needed to know what they were like raging about. Like I like context clues. I could just tell like they're poor. There's probably something going on with like a working class or something. And like it could be a strike. But I just wish there was like something a little earlier on in the movie to lend itself to that. So I knew. So I wasn't always wondering what they were protesting. There's also another really great movie, too, that has to do with uh, around the same time period that I also love. It's called Pride. 
And that's actually about um, LGSM, I think, Lesbian Gay Strike for the Minors. That happens, I believe, around the same time period where, like, this LGBTQIA community comes together with the minors because they were both hated by Margaret, Margaret Thatcher. I don't know. It's just been a really interesting time period for me that I I think it's this. I'm pretty sure it is the same time period. I guess the coal coal mining strike thing wasn't really surprised for me. So I guess it wasn't out of context for me is why maybe okay. why I didn't have a issue connecting with it so much, to be honest. Got it. Once you knew, like once you found out what the what the issue they were facing was, did, it, did you find it easier to connect to Jackie and Tony? Yeah, I uh, once I realized that it was a strike, I was 100 um, percent with uh, Jackie. Jackie's the son, right? The oldest son. No, Jackie's their dad and uh, Tony's Tony. oldest. OK, Tony, I, I understood his work because like I, I had to pause the movie to read a little bit about the strike and what was going on. So I had better context. I was like, holy crap. Uh, so I was like really with Tony and like the scene with the dad where he breaks down after he sees um, uh, Billy dance. He's like, okay, I, I have to support my son. He needs this. And like what he was willing to sacrifice, you know, basically his pride to do that. I was like, oh, this scene hits really hard. And I don't think it would have had I stopped, had I not stopped to read um, a little bit of the um, history of that. So once I knew it, it, it basically changed the lens out that I was looking at the movie and I found myself enjoying it a little more. No, that makes sense. I mean, I found that scene so powerful too with it. He like, cause I also felt like one, I felt like it was very strong of Billy to actually still dance when his mm-hmm. dad caught him because like you can tell that's the last thing his dad wants him to do. And then when he dances and then like Jackie just kind of leaves him there. And so you don't really know completely like what Jackie's like impression of it was. And Billy looks worried. And then it's like, I need to. I need to make sure he can dance. And so when he when he makes that move, not only is he sacrificing his pride, he knows he's letting down Tony and he knows he's letting down his community. Like he knows that he's going against like all of his friends and that like they're on this losing battle and like everyone's like, you know, he's ashamed. I mean, he he moves to the other side of the bus. So but he just feels so hopeless. And I felt like that was a really, really poignant part of like really showing like how out of options. Mm-hmm. Um they all were because like that's right around the time when like tony's grabbing the gun and like everyone just doesn't know what to do i also first of all i was gonna say really quick i was right pride does take place in the same time period i think i really like this movie is because it also tells stories that you don't typically see of the like you don't see a lot of movies set in this particular area of the world and in this type of like class so you kind of get to see people you know that you wouldn't see stories about and it's not necessarily it it ends maybe a little happy for billy but like the community is destroyed and i think it's really realistic because that is what happens to the minor strike and like the brother and the dad don't get out we know this like Mm -hmm. the town doesn't recover the ballet teacher probably is never going to be happy in her life and I, it just it seems like a real story to me. It's not like a happy go lucky movie. It's something, and I think that's what makes it so powerful to me that this could be this is this could be a family out there that you know maybe one person does make it out, but the rest don't. And I think it's kind of refreshing to see that instead of like your happy Hollywood films or you know your depressing films that are like oh change the world like it just it's a real story it's something that takes place in the real world and i think that's why it's so powerful to me i agree i actually um i think that's one of the three things i like about the film is how grounded it is 
and like how um, how it depicts, you know, actual people in circumstances in a part of the world, like you said, where like we don't typically here in America get to see um, or, or engage with. And so because the situations they're going through are very real and can be kind of depressing, the moments of joy that you get with Billy just hit harder because you can tell this is like a, a genuine escape and like genuine expression of like joy that he has. And so those just hit harder and they felt uh, more substantial and felt more real. No, I agree. I think one of the saddest parts for the movie for me, which is actually kind of like a good moment, I guess, between Jackie and, and Tony, but is like when Tony catches him and like basically like convinces him that like they'll find another way, but like he can't be a scab. But in that moment when he like, when Jackie looks at him and is like, it's too late for us, but he's mm -hmm. like only 11. Mm -hmm. Like, and it was just so sad because like one, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, Tony can't be that old. Like Tony's got to be like, what, 20 maybe? And his dad's already probably rightfully, at least in the scenario of what we see, like kind of saying that like this is kind of it for him. But mm -hmm. like they're both basically being like, but this doesn't have to be it for Billy. And so like they like kind of like the buck has to stop with them, which just felt so beautiful. And I think it's just so like such a thing that you see in like so many other, you know, stories. Like, I mean, it's like kind of like, you know, when any whenever anyone's immigrating anywhere, that's kind of the hope, you know, it's like it's all for this next generation but it was just so sad also to see tony have to be part of that too that like he's he's not gonna get what billy got mm. i also have to say another scene that seems really powerful to me is when him and the teacher are first going through and talking about his dance and he brings his mom's letter and she says oh she must have been like a real special person like you know can he says no she was just my mom and i think that's just so moving because it's like she obviously was as special as a person to him but like no, it's it's just his mom. And it's like she didn't need to be like this huge, unique figure. It was his mom and he loved her. Right. And I just think that's something that like it's hard for kids to express. And he just does such a great job with it. And I just I don't know. It really hits me the way that he says that you're like, wow, this kid <laughs> has been through a lot. And I don't know. Like I said, it just it's one of the movies that really it moves me. Yeah, this movie is definitely very emotional. Um, I would say that's probably its greatest strength is how uh, well it deals with emotion and how it realistically uh, depicts them. And it's not like over the top or or understated. It's just like at the perfect level of like human experience and how a child uh, navigates loss and, you know, dealing with a, a talent, so to speak, that's like not necessarily awarded to, you know, the male sex. It was it was very realistic in that way. Um, I think that's probably its greatest strength is like how grounded it is overall. Um, I kind of want to switch and just talk about like the things we love the most about this movie because I really want to rip it to shreds. But I want to uh, start about the stuff that we liked about it. Okay. So I would say the other thing I really loved about it is I love that the mom's not a big part of it, but she's so felt throughout it. Um, so I was going to kind of just say in there, like the letter, like you can tell, like just in the moments, the fact that Billy's reciting the letter, you can tell how often he's read it. Mm -hmm. um, I love that. Like she ends it with like, just be yourself. Like I love you. And it just shows that like, basically, I guess the nan kind of does, but like, it's the first person that really in his family that accepts Billy for whatever is going to happen. And I also like that. Basically it kind of seems like a turning point for Tony is that Jackie's right. And he says that their mom would have let him. So it's like, they know that they're fighting this losing battle with the ghost. Also, the how sad it is when they have to when he breaks the piano apart for the firewood and like Billy's talking and he's like, "Is she gonna like 
is mom going to be okay with this? Or I don't know how she says it, like, or upset with us, or I don't know how he says it. And he's just like, she's not going to be anything. She's dead. And it's, like, harsh because, like, you know, but I also feel like it just shows Jackie's pain and, like, the fact that it's, like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I'm left with the pieces of all of this. So I just thought it was interesting that you can just tell that, like, and in a real way that, like, she's around. Like, they don't, like, bring her up all the time. And, like, you can tell that, like, they're moving on and, like, living their lives. But, like, you can just tell that, like, she's still kind of at the center of this family. Yeah. So I love this whole entire movie. <laughs> so once you start ripping the shreds i might tear up i'm not gonna like even thinking in this movie i'm like i'm starting to tear up a little bit which is very emotional oh, yeah. but we're gonna push past that so i will say i think it does a great job of um really representing the characters for who they are during that time like the story dad the son who wants to be kind of independent like tony and then billy's just a kid and i i think they, the the kind of alcoholic not alcohol well i don't know if she's an alcoholic but the dance teacher with her smoking and like unhappy marriage and the middle class and the daughter who's obviously not really being looked at that well either and just like the whole town itself i think it does such a great job of really to me capturing that time i think the acting it is in it is fantastic like they do such a good job the music in it is great and i don't know for me This movie is like, Billy is kind of like an outsider in his own community. And you just, the way that his dad at the end accepts him and like is supportive of him and willing to sacrifice everything for him is just so powerful to me. Another thing I'll say really quick, and then I'll let Alistair say the th- the other thing that he loves about this movie before he rips it to shreds. But um, is I loved his friendship with Michael. I think that's the other part that I really loved. Is I really loved that like Michael pretty much just immediately accepts him for dancing and is okay with it, and just obsessed with giving him a tutu. And the sign in this the scene when he gives Michael the tutu was really precious to me. I also love that like Michael basically when he had kind of it kind of seems like admits to being gay to billy and like asks billy not to tell him and like tell anyone and billy just kind of smiles but like michael had kissed his cheek and so when billy leaves i thought it was cute that that's what he does to michael he just like kisses his cheek and says you and i thought it was sweet i was so happy i didn't realize at first there was a time jump so when when the guy says tony and he's like looks at him he's like so confused um and then he's like it's michael and he's like that's michael i kind of was like how could that be michael he's like a kid but i was so happy to see that like one, that they were still in touch. Two, that Michael got to live his authentic self life and that he wasn't just like hiding in his house doing it anymore like his dad had done, that he was like actually able to just like be himself. So I kind of felt like there were two victories kind of at the end of the movie. There's one the one for Billy, which we're all gunning for. But then I also thought it was sweet that they also gave one to Michael. Damn, Maddie came in at the last moment and stole my talking point word for word. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, that was um, that That was my favorite part of the movie, the relationship between Billy and Michael. Sorry, Alistair. Oh no, you're totally fine. I'm I'm glad that uh, you also noticed that. Um, it was very sweet. It was very endearing, and it was very real. I kind of liked the fact that um, Billy's sexual orientation towards the end, and even in that scene, was kind of ambiguous. Like, you know, he kind of said that like just because I'm a ballerina doesn't necessarily mean that I'm gay. But he also wasn't like judging of Michael, and like I I feel like once he you know, knew for sure he was even more accepting. It was like willing to like find, like help Michael find ways to express himself. And then at the end, when there was that time jump, the the casting director who found the older version of Michael, I, I hope they're doing well because I it looked like him. I'm like, 
why does he look older? Like they look exactly the same. And then to pan out and see the arm of like that swanky, probably well-to-do thick, like rich chocolate black man, like hanging around him. I'm just like, you, you do you, Michael. I'm happy for you. I love that. Uh, that was probably my favorite part of the movie. I mean, I, I'm really happy for Michael. That was not my favorite part of the movie, but I am. Yeah, I agree. I'm happy. I do love their friendship throughout the entire movie. And it's interesting to see the musical version because actually when I saw the musical in Chicago, the kid who played Michael actually did a better job singing than the kid who played Billy. And I thought that was really interesting. But they mm. give him some really good songs in the musical. So let's let's rip it to shred. Let's stomp on my heart. <laughs> To a movie that I love to no end. So let's do this. You know I'm willing to fight you on this. So let's let's let this roll. I want to hear your honest thoughts on this. I want to hear what you don't like about it. Listen, you know I'm hyperbolic. I'm not actually going to rip it to shreds. But there are, I feel, some serious issues with this movie. I'm ready to point out how there's no issues and that you're completely wrong. So I want to see how you're going to navigate this one. My first issue, my biggest issue with this movie is the teacher. She had absolutely no right to go behind Billy's, like uh, uh, Tony's back, uh, Jackie's back, and teach Billy something that he explicitly said he he should not be allowed to do. I understand that like parents can be restrictive and you know stifle creativity if they're if they're closed minded, but that was not her responsibility. I think it was. I think it's a really weird message message to send and have in a movie like you like just because your parents don't allow you to do something doesn't mean you go find another adult who who is like has no real bearing in your life you know in terms of authority and okay. d- and like do that like that was that was Alistair, that I'm was not wild. saying that she's not weird like she's a very odd woman for doing this but she's clearly doing it because she has some emotional issues in her life that she's not able to work through and she does it to work through a trial in no way is it right but I think it's very realistic there are people that do that yeah. and I think that's part of the great thing is when she's like oh I'll give you the money and the dad's like no this is my son and he takes control of this and says I appreciate what you did lady like I don't know if I necessarily I'm glad that you did it but I don't know but you are not the parent of my child and I'm going to be the one that gets him there and supports him through this so I like I said, I don't disagree with you that what she doesn't do is problematic, but I think it's very realistic. I guess so. It's just like every I, I don't I don't know if I agree if it, if it's realistic, honestly. I don't think I agree that's realistic. Because she would I, I guess she did she didn't do anything illegal, so she wouldn't be in jail. But like every time they, they had scenes together from that point when she was doing it behind when they were doing it behind their back, I just got like viscerally angry. Like I was just like upset. And like it just felt like there was like this layer of like creepiness to it. Just I couldn't like I couldn't find like the joy or like the happiness that like the scene was trying to depict because like I just had like this is creepy this is weird lady I mean I think part of it for me I mean obviously I understand how like that's a problematic um like precedent descent but I like and like that it wasn't right to go behind his dad's back but also his dad was wrong and I think she knew that Billy was going to struggle and he was going to lose this gift that like and also not even just a gift like Billy needed to dance just to like get through everything that was going on in his house that he couldn't control and I think yeah is she doing it for selfish reasons for sure and Billy calls her on it and she slaps him which was honestly the part I had the biggest issue with I was kind of like you shouldn't well I don't believe in corporal punishment in general but I'm also like this isn't even your kid like that was honestly the part where I was like you're problematic especially because like honestly Billy was spitting straight back so like (laughs) (laughs) Billy was also just calling it a spade a spade he was calling it what it was but like I felt like so I just felt like at that moment he was like doing okay but like 
but I that was the part where I was like really kind of um on her. But I will say that like she does kind of own up to it pretty quick in the fact that like when he doesn't go to the audition, she like immediately comes. And I would say it would be more I feel like also like if the dad and the brother were like constantly looking for Billy, but it also kind of felt like for the most part, because of everything going on, Billy was kind of just out there fending for himself. That's true. Um, but I was like, honestly, it sounds like with everything going on, there were probably worse places he could be. I was like, and I, you know, so that was, you know, I felt like, I, yeah, is it is it definitely like morally probably not a good thing for her to do? Yeah. But like, I don't think she did it with any like malintent. And, but I, and I do think that I think the worst part of it is probably the buy, like what she's bringing into it of herself. That's not just for yeah. Billy. That makes it like a little bit. A little bit murky, but I feel like she goes pretty quickly to like telling his dad and his brother and like telling them off kind of immediately. So I don't think she was ever like, I don't think she was ever like hiding it. She just wasn't going out of her way to tell his dad. Yeah, I don't think she was ever like creepy about it. Like she does go to the house and tell them and she is, you know, like, oh, like she thinks she knows better. And I, I mean, maybe that's not right, but I mean, it fits with her character. It fits with the whole middle class like i know what's best for everybody vibe so like i said it seems very real to me and i think actually something that i find really interesting is that the fact that she even admits she's like you're gonna forget about me and i think that's very healthy for her to admit that like yes she's a part of maybe his journey but she's not the most important part and that billy is gonna billy is going to grow and he's going to learn things and become a better person she is stuck where she is at her life and she accepts this. She accepts that he's going to go off to the school, forget her, be better, and she's going to stuck, be stuck in her life. But it's I great actually, that she does know that because we don't see her at the end. No, we don't. And I, I, I had that same thought um, that, you know, she will be forgotten and, you know, Billy's going to move on and do greater things. And when she wasn't at the end, it made me feel better. And I was like, yeah, this, this is what you get. You don't deserve to see him in this moment. You creepy, creepy lady. So like yeah. that kind of gave me like some uh, a little bit of um, like a little bit of a cathartic feeling. I was like, yeah, this so is what you get. I was looking up some stuff after the movie because I was trying to figure out why he keeps calling Tony our Tony instead of just Tony or his brother. And I couldn't find that answer. But while I was looking it up, it was like 20 facts about the movie. And apparently they were supposed to have the dance teacher at the end and that the the, the actress couldn't come back for that scene. Damn. So, But it actually kind of worked out for all you guys' <laughs> point. But it kind of sounds like it wasn't intentional. I'm uh, glad that it worked out for our point. Also, Alistair, I believe that was Molly Weasley. It is. I was wondering what you were thinking about that. Um, when I first saw her on screen, I was like, okay, we're in for it. I love that actress. I saw her in a few other projects. I was like, okay, I didn't know she was in this. And then she just, she was fine for like the first 20, 30 minutes. But then after the dad found out and th that whole thing, I was like, uh-uh, Molly, this this ain't it. This ain't it, Molly. Don't do this to me. Yeah, I think she's like a relative, like a pretty big actress in, in the UK. So I think they were really excited to get her but obviously she was busy so that's why she wasn't wasn't at the end but i think it worked out i think it's cool that it was just like his dad tony and michael i think that was kind of a good representation and michael's michael's bow um but um which is good for michael i'm really proud of him that you know he's living his best life out there and living his authentic self which is really sweet to see i think for me honestly the part that felt it wasn't anything in the movie itself. It was just, I understand artistically why they made the choice that they did, but it made it at times a little bit boring to watch because it just felt so much like real life at points where mm. like it just felt kind of slow moving. Like the scene where he's like getting the eggs and like getting ready to like get his grandma and stuff. I don't know. I just felt like there were times in the movie where I got a little bit bored. Valid. No, that's part of what makes <laughs> the movie. The way they do like, I don't know, him stealing the book, him doing the practice throughout, like, 
when he falls in like I don't know if he falls in the toilet or the bathroom or what the deal is when he gets wet like that. But I don't know, that's what hits home for me with the movie is that like you just you see it, it's a connection of like everyday things that are life. Like you don't have the violence, you don't have the big dramatic scenes. It's a real story. It's a story. I'm kind I'm kind of with Maddie on this. I felt like certain parts of the movie were just too you guys mundane. Both suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. The movie was just a little bit too mundane in parts and like it kind of it kind of made that one what an hour and 50 minute runtime just feel really long. Like I feel like had they had a little bit more dramatic scenes, maybe some scenes with the minors like you know one on one or maybe like in groups just like really trying to drive home the point of like how this is impacting them. Uh, maybe maybe more scenes with the dad. So we got, you know, more into his mindset. It would have made that, you know, better. Cause like you can still have mundane scenes, but like have like, you know, very uh, intense um, emotional drama. But like, it was just, it was too everyday for me. And I was like, okay, like, can we get to the, like the point of like the, the climax of this already? Cause like I'm an hour and 10 minutes in, like it could have been over. I'm about to get enraged. <laughs> I mean, a hundred percent right now. Like that is why I love this movie. Like everything you're saying, why you hate this movie is part of the reason I love this movie. And I can't believe that you can't emotionally connect to this movie because it's so real. And the whole feeling of being like an outsider and then him, you know, getting the support that he needs and the historical issues of what's going on. And it's just like, that's what makes this movie so great. It's not because it's this huge story. We don't need huge stories every time. Sometimes it's great just to have that little moment, like with one family and see what they're going through. That's the connection makes it so much stronger than to be like, let's have this epic movie with car crashes or, or like, chases or like a giant war and look like look at all this horrible stuff no you're focusing on one thing and that's what makes it more powerful listen i agree and but if you're gonna focus on one family that family better be hella compelling they were compelling they weren't compelling enough to warrant an hour and 50 minutes my personal opinion See, I, I like I said when I started, so I don't really need you to get all enraged. I, I said I understood stylistically why it's happened. Like, I understand that it's, like, good cinematography. Like, they do a really good job of, like, like when, when Debbie's, like, walking and she's, like, putting her stick up against the wall. And then it's, like, the it's against, like, the police things. Like, it's just an everyday moment they're having. But they're, powerful. like, really doing a really good job of, like, intertwining the world. So, like, you're seeing – you're really just focusing on these kids, but you're seeing, like, the outer thing. I think one – was hard for me is that it was a really depressing world it put you to. And so yet it's powerful. That makes it powerful. I didn't say I didn't find emotion in the movie, but finding a love for it, I was honestly sad most of the movie, I think. I mean, towards the end when him and his dad are but like his dad going back down into the coal mines at the very end of the movie, like honestly was devastating. I kind of wanted to turn off the television. I was kind of done. I was like, I'm just sad for him. I just kind of want like, he's not, I know nothing's going to change for him. And like, that's really like, like sad. And it was kind of hard for me to like take myself out of that and like go back to being happy for Billy. Um, But I also think that like stylistically, I think it was good. I mean, I understand why they do it. They show like the everyday life of Billy, but I just, I have to just be, and I don't, and it's not that I don't like, Things that are like that. I love the movie Pride and Prejudice from 2005. It's a very slow movie. But I just felt like there were moments where I was just kind of like, I could have done without this 10 minutes, to be honest with you. 
Mm-hmm. That's interesting that you say the whole thing with the dad because I think that's part of the reason I like the movie because it sticks with you. Like you don't go away like, oh, this movie was resolved. It's not resolved. And I think that's part of the, like I said, it's part of the reason I love this movie. Speaking for myself, the movie did not stick with me. Uh, when the credits rolled, I was like, that was a movie. It it wasn't a it wasn't like offensively bad or it wasn't amazing. It was a film that I watched and it was okay. I found the movie to be okay. I don't think anything in particular stuck out to me positively or left me with a lasting feeling, which I like in order for a movie to be considered great to me, it has to do that. So I'm great. I'm like, I'm happy it did this for you because I didn't get it. Oh, I think, you know what, if you don't emotionally connect with it, that's on you. I We have different opinions on what makes us emotionally connect. The sadness, the mundane, I don't know, like their mundane, I cannot say it right now, but the everydayness of their life, it just, it connects with me. The whole, you know, not being accepted, but them being accepted, the not the happy ending, the fact that like, you know, that their lives, like part of it's not going to change, but for someone it is a little bit to me that just seems very real and it connects with me Hmm. i think the thing that's hard for me is i understand that through billy you're supposed to get this like sense of hope but i just felt like a bleakness because of the not for billy because billy's great but like billy's one in a million but everyone else's life still sucks and so for me i was just sitting there like all right like this is just sad like i don't like you said, you saw like hope and joy, and that's great. And I did like in moments of Billy, like I did. And I think if there was more dancing in the movie, I think that would have helped. I think they were like, all right, like I don't know, Jackie doesn't look great to me at the end. He looks like ba- like life has not been well in the last like you know however many years. And I just felt like, wow, this community was just forever devastated, and like nothing good come out of it. And I just came out of this movie being like, all of these people for the most part are worse than they were when I saw them in the movie. And then when I started with it, and I was just kind of like. I I just felt like I was watching people like kind of get devastated and I just like didn't want to anymore. Once again, part of the reason I love this movie because it captures the sadness as well. Like not everything is going to end well all of the time. And that's why I also like this movie because it's very realistic in that aspect that like, yeah, not everybody gets the, and it's terrible to say, but not everybody gets their happy ending. And it's very true. And it it doesn't try to make it seem like everything's going to be fine for everybody going forward because it's not. So I think I'm about to piss you off because I feel like the person who got the happiest ending didn't deserve it. I found Billy to be the worst part of this movie to me, not the actor, the character. I found him to be incredibly annoying to the point of damn near being insufferable he was he was the main character because he was the main character like there was nothing about him specifically that warranted the attention he was getting from the teacher Alistair if I could reach through the screen I would slap you right now <laughs> I didn't like first him first of all he is a child and he was he annoying he is a child he is not annoying he's a kid who's been through a lot and he was still annoying he, he was, was still annoying. not he wasn't, annoying whatsoever he wasn't to me particularly like like a like a prodigy of some kind like he learned to dance and so like i don't know why she focused the way so much that attention he, on him versus the other students he expresses himself through dance is his only form of like communication to grow and that's beautiful in that aspect and also here's another news flash i know you're talking about maybe he doesn't deserve his happy ending part of life is people and I'm not saying that he does. I think he does deserve his happy ending. 
But part of life is people don't all the people who get happy endings aren't necessarily the people who always deserve happy endings. So That's once true. again, very realistic. That's true. But I found him to and maybe and maybe this is on the actor's part because I found the dancing to be super cringe it was not good dancing the to whole me. point of the okay first of all that's not true the whole point of the movie isn't he's necessarily an expert dancer it's the way that he expresses himself be movement and part of what she says is they will teach you the ballet it's how you move uh i don't know i that i i remember that line and i, I was like girl what like you like you need some monicum of like talent or like uh skill to like get into a school of that nature like there's gonna accept you because of how you express yourself so if i just came in there doing the worm very expressively i'm gonna get in no like he he was the main character because he had to be the main character and like i couldn't necessarily connect with him because i'm like i don't think he deserved anything that he was getting any opportunity he got i don't think he earned so i couldn't get behind him and he was he was bratty he was a like he like i said he was annoying and like that's a lot to do with like what he was going through and his da his dad and brother are jerks like i i understand why he is the way he is but the scene where he like uh ruined the dance because he was like so nervous like i i was with him in that moment but then he took it out on that poor kid who was just trying to help him and then he was being a little bitch the rest of the the rest of the movie and i was like you don't deserve any of this dude i don't think he was a brat i think he was an 11 year old and i think yeah did with that moment should he have punched that kid no but i think you're 11 and you're not like he was he knew he didn't have next year and so, like, that kid was trying to be supportive, but, like, Billy and him were just in such different places that, like, and Billy knew his dad had, like, used everything to get him there, and he was just feeling a lot of pressure. So I wouldn't, like, call him Brady. I mean, yeah, should you go around punching people when you're upset with him? No. But he's 11, and he's trying to figure things out. And, like, I also felt like, I don't know, I thought the dancing was fine. I thought it was pretty, like, when he was dancing, I felt like, oh, you can really see, like, how much this means to him. I don't know if I necessarily believe people need to deserve everything that like happens like you know when he's 11 like if he gets into this dance school i wasn't really looking for like him to prove that he deserved it like i wasn't looking for like the merit but i will say to rate kind of something ray has been saying where she's been talking about how like it's just realistic and like that's why it's good i agree it's completely realistic i think it's very realistic i think it's very realistic that nothing got better i just and i don't need everything to get better i just feel like for jackie and tony like nothing got better or like was gonna ever get better and i felt like it was it was too much like give me some hope that like even if they just move out of the town or just whatever or not even just all of them just like someone i mean it's just michael and billy it like felt like that whole generation is just lost and i was like which is fine i mean that's realistic i'm not saying it was badly done or that anything in the movie was badly done or bad i just felt like for me it like you don't always watch a movie for it to look exactly like real life looks always yeah. you know so i felt like it, it can be good and there's parts of it that i really did connect to but there's parts of where i was like this is just a little bit too much. Yeah. I get where you're coming from from that. But like I said, for me, what makes this movie powerful to me is that kind of realistic act like thing. And that's and its ability to do that it connects with me, first of all. And Alistair, that kid was a jackass. That little kid. Like, first of all, who are you to get this close to this kid? <laughs> like, that was like a little brat posh kid, okay? I don't blame it for punching that kid. Not it's you, not just right to blame punch a child, violent. but like, there are little kids like that who's like, oh, I'm going to go like this. Like, no, 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 no. Do not, like, this is not your moment. Don't come up to like a kid and think like, oh, you know what's wrong with them. No, you, I, I don't love when like, this is a whole other thing that I will not talk about with on this podcast. 
but I think kids can be extremely judgmental of other children sometimes. And I felt like that's what that kid was kind of doing. And I did not appreciate that at all. No, I agree. I mean, not with that, but like kids can be judgmental. Like, I don't like, like y'all know this. I don't like small children. Um, I, I can, I find them to be incredibly annoying. They ask too many questions and they're always just like talking and moving around, like sit down. Um, so I get that. And like, but I also don't like sometimes the excuse for like kids are being jackasses that, well, like they're a kid, like he's 11. He's been through a lot. Like he understands like right from wrong. He understands morality. And he chose in that moment to be a prick. And I think for most of the movie, he's not really a person like like he doesn't interact or affect the world around him a lot of things are just happening to him so the mo- so so the few times he does have agency aren't many and like so i would say like five moments like he's, he's he's actually like contributing to someone else's life or or impacting them in some way and i feel like two of those times are like very negative and the other times are like great like his interactions with michael and um the teacher's daughter would like but even that was kind of weird so like the the moments that he of agency that he has are very far and, few, and like, you know, few between. And so whenever when something like really negative happens, it just, it sticks with you a lot. Oh, sure. But I'm not going to lie. That's probably the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Maybe not ever heard, <laughs> but I'm like, what the hell are you talking about right now? Do you think children really get to control that much of their life? Like, yes, to a certain extent, but like, no, like. No, that's what I'm saying. Have their, yeah. So it makes sense that like his moments of like agency, maybe aren't that great like he has issues he's going through a lot he has like a ton of pressure and he doesn't have a a healthy emotional outlet besides his dancing this weird kid comes up to him who was bragging beforehand about like oh this is like my third audition no no like alistair he is a child who's been through a lot i would like I don't care. I'm just saying, no, you have no sympathy for a child, which is concerning within itself. First of all, it's a movie. Second of all, I have sympathy for, you you can have sympathy for someone and understand their situation and still call out when they're doing something stupid and wrong. Like those things aren't, like those things aren't mutually exclusive. Like you can be, you can understand someone's situation and still not like the things that they do based off their their circumstance like just because someone is going through a lot doesn't mean doesn't give them you know carte blanche to be assholes to other people and he was being an asshole to that kid to someone who was trying to help him and and trying to be a good person i mean so like, i think i can understand i think you and ray have like looked at the way the kid was acting differently and mm-hmm. i think i think yeah it was maybe it could have been taking kind of like as a shitty thing to say sure but i also think but that kid also has no idea where he comes from and has no idea how big of a deal this is. So this kid, I don't think, was trying to be as mean as it ended up being to Billy. But but no matter what, you shouldn't be punching a kid. This kid shouldn't be – like, they're all 11. So, like, it's fine. They'll both, they'll all both live great lives, hopefully, without this incident. I do think I think Billy does do other good things in the movie besides what he does to Michael. Like, he tries yeah. to tell Tony to turn back. You know, he's trying to help his nan. Like, I don't think Billy is, like – bad kid i think billy is a a a kid that has a lot of responsibility on him and can't help with the strike and he's watching his dad and his brother fight and he's helpless in the situation and his nan's not going to get better and his mom who seems like the one that understood him isn't there and he's got really nothing else going on and he's got his friend michael and he's got this weird teacher who's like saw something in him when really no one else has the time or energy to pay attention to him except for his nan who's like not completely there and he's kind of like responsible for taking care of her instead of the other way around and 
then this girl Debbie, who honestly, yeah, that kind of interaction was weird, but honestly, it was weird for her, like on her part too. Like they both don't know how to interact with each other. Like they just, they just don't, and they're both lives are really like i think that scene does a really good job of just showing like how out of control their lives are that like you know all the stuff that's affecting them is all their parents stuff and they can't you know really do anything about it and like you know because i mean obviously we don't see everything but like you know i mean this kid lost his mom like i think at one point i heard like that read something that was like supposed to be like three years ago so like when he was eight and like i get there's a lot going on and i don't like think tony and jackie are like i think they love billy a lot like i don't think they're trying to hurt him but like you know like Billy like is the record and like ja- like Tony's just meet him and he asks like Tony like how like does he ever think about death and he's like he's like pretty much like f off like like stop and it's just like in some ways and I understand why they have a lot going on in their plate and they're stressed but I'm just like in some ways every time this kid is like reaching out to someone people are just like not now no I get that I get and, that I'll go ahead no I was gonna say and that's just hard I also feel like a lot of times kids don't think that they have a lot of agency in their life and I think that's kind of part of the reason maybe why kids nowadays do get really stressed and i'm not saying that's i think that's kind of i mean i'm not a child i cannot speak to this i'm not a parent but i do feel like i don't know that's part of the pressure is like you're when you're a kid like you don't get to control your life you don't get to like yes you can control how you like behave and stuff but like to a certain extent like someone is telling you like okay you gotta be here at this time you gotta do this you gotta talk to these people you have to do all of this like and it's like you can only do so much no i i get it and i 100 percent agree like i i feel like i was i was just trying to state that as a character someone who doesn't have agency in a movie and like are, is very passive um it can feel like it can feel weird when they do have moments of agency and like you don't really like the interactions that they're engaging in he, he he's not in control of his life his 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 dad and his brother are fighting and like all these things are happening to him and he has no outlet but watching that as like in a movie for a character it just it just doesn't sit right with me and uh, uh, in real life you would obviously you know understand nuances and you would like you know engage with this person you know hopefully you're engaging with this person and understand more but like just seeing that you know, seeing months of a of a child's life played out in an hour and fifty minutes, and they're passive for most of it. It just like those active moments just hit a lot more, and like that's that's just what stood out to me, and that's kind of why I didn't like them that much because I don't think passive characters make for great movies. I don't know. Like I said, this movie really hits home for me, and like I really feel an emotional connection to Billy in this movie. I mean, like I'm gonna say, you know, different strokes for different folks. It's great that there's different movies out there and I can definitely see watching it like how someone could be very emotionally attached mm-hmm. to this movie. But I also like watching this movie and I knew like someone like for instance like my husband. I was like he's never going to watch this movie. Like he's not going to connect to it. Like he's not looking for this what what this movie is good at is just not what he's looking for. And so I think I liked it, but I don't think it would be a movie that like I would watch, you know, every year. But I do think it is a really great snippet of a really like a piece of history that especially a lot of americans don't know about so i think that was really cool alistair i just really quick i'm not sure where we're at with time because i know i've been yelling a lot i like i said i'm very (laughs) passionate about this movie but i just wanted to know really quick why did you think that why did you say like oh this is a perfect movie for me i think how macabre it was and how realistic it was in depicting a, a specific time frame and a specific topic uh, i've like i feel like you get really into um specific niches on things and you tend to know a lot about that thing that like no one else has ever heard of really or like no know, knows that much about so when i did my little research about the 
the the strike that was going on, I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, this is something that like a piece of history that like no one else would really know that much about, but you do. And I, I do agree that it, it depicted very well. And the parts that were emotional for me hit hard. So like, if those parts hit hard for me, the emotional parts, I just knew that like everything here was going to be super impactful for you. So that's why I'm like, this is the perfect movie for her. No, that makes sense. Actually, thinking back about it, I remember when she first told me her three favorite movies, and I was like, this is a weird list. And then now <laughs> thinking about it, they're all a little macabre. Like, they kind of are. Like, I mean, The Dark Knight and, like, and Titanic, I think, probably have – like, each of them have, like, a little – like, their uplifting parts to it. Like, you know, Billy's journey is kind of uplifting, and his, like, family's, like, reconciliation. Like, Rose and Jack's part is kind of a light, and then, like, Rose gets to kind of go on and live her life. But, like, it's happening in the background of the Titanic, so, like, that's depressing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, The Dark Knight has a lot of depressing aspects to it. I mean, you could argue that there's like hope at the end of it, but like it, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty dark. I mean, it was kind of, my mom wouldn't see it in theaters because of how scary that she thought the Joker was. So I just, I think that that actually is a really good way of summing up something that I didn't really connect the dots with on Ray's three favorite movies. So thank you for that, for that insight there, Alistair. Oh, thank Alistair, you. Alistair, you're actually really right. You really kind of did nail it because everything you just said was everything that I did love about this movie and that I talked about during this podcast. I would say actually another movie I really like that fits into this thing is Pamela's Labyrinth. Mm, that movie's dark. Yeah. So I think that was really, really great. Um, I think that's really interesting. It's cool to see like what some of our favorite movies can kind of say about us. Um, we are at... Um, we have like three minutes left um, because things got real heated with Ray. Um, <laughs> I was pretty sure that we weren't going to be able to talk about this without it getting heated once I realized you didn't love this movie. This is going to be a really basic question. I think we can do this pretty quick, but would you recommend this movie? We'll start with Ray. Yes, I love this movie. It's a movie that, I don't know, it brings me a lot of joy. I love watching it. I mean, I don't even know if it really brings me, it just, it does something to me. Maybe joy isn't really the correct term, but it just, it resonates with me. So I recommend it to everyone. I will say, like you said, it's not for everybody, but it means a lot to me as a movie. Mm-hmm. I would say for me, I would definitely, I would recommend it as like a watch. I don't think I would recommend that someone has to like keep rewatching it, but I watched it like 10 years ago and I watched it again. And I think I found new things in it and it was still like an enjoyable watch. And I do think it was, it was a power, I guess I'm a power, enjoyable is probably hard. It was a, because it was uncomfortable at times, but it was a, it was a, it was, it did strike a chord with me at parts. And I do think I was like, and I, I learned more about the strike kind of after it. And I do think, especially for Americans who probably don't know about that history or people from other parts of the world, um, I think it's really cool to, um, to see it and just to kind of like, you know, see the class kind of struggle in it. And like, I think that there's like ways you can find something to get out of it, even if it's not like, even if like, all of it doesn't necessarily resonate with you the way it resonates with Ray. What about you, Alistair? I would recommend it. It's definitely not for me, um, but people who love movies, I would recommend this movie too. Uh, like you said, uh, Maddie, there are, uh, it's a, it's about a part of the world that we don't really hear about. It's a specific point in history. It was in, informational, I mean, informative for me because I had to do you know quick research and I want to do more of it because I'm really interested in this topic now. Uh, it's well-directed. It's well-acted. Uh, it's just, you know, certain parts just weren't for me, but I would recommend it. Right. Wow. So I really, with that episode, I really didn't think that we were going to get three recommends. So I'm really <laughs> glad that we did. I'm going to leave it to uh, Ray to sign us off here because we're almost at the hour. Once again, thanks for listening, everybody, and happy holiday season. Thanks for listening. 
If you have any ideas for movies, TV shows, or topics we should talk about, email keepitforthepod at gmail.com. And please subscribe. Stay original and stay safe.